Good morning, my wonderful people. By the time you hear this episode, it's gonna be September 22nd. Time is flying, you guys. How are you? Oh man, I really feel like I'm gonna be winging it today, you guys. Um, I'm still just kind of getting over this horrible thing that I got. Um, I'm feeling much better, but I'm still feeling the effects of it, you guys. It's been, I think, this Friday. Well, this uh, this stuff's pre-recorded, but um, gosh, I think it'll be almost two weeks uh, this weekend. So, um, feeling better, but still feeling it. So, you guys, definitely pray for me and pray for my children that we will fully 100% recover. And, uh, you know, I'm really grateful and thankful for our immune systems, you guys. (laughs) If you have gotten any type of sickness and you fought it off, thank you, Lord. You know, thank you, God, for our immune systems and just praying that God will just give us all strength that we need. But anyway, today I want to talk to you guys about the kingdom of heaven. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while, but I was kind of intimidated by it, honestly. And I'm still just like, Lord, you're going to have to help me out today because I really don't know how this is going to go. But the whole idea behind it was just like, okay, Lord, we're in the kingdom now. We're your children. What type of mindset should we have? How should we think about things as kingdom citizens? You know, um, how is our, how should we be growing our mindset and our perspectives and looking at things? And, you know, so uh, I just want to kind of share a few scriptures with you guys today talking about the kingdom of heaven and what it's like just by talking about some of the parables that the Lord had used and um so i'm just gonna do my best you guys i just want to bring it up today and hopefully it will uh encourage somebody out there (laughs) but uh thank you guys for listening to the the podcast if you guys could please leave a review for it and it'll help it grow you guys i'm not gonna lie i've been feeling pretty discouraged the last few weeks uh number one obviously just not feeling well and the second thing is you know just feeling very frustrated that I wrote a book and I can't get it published yet because I don't have the money to hire somebody to go over it. You guys, I was looking on, I think it was Fiverr and for somebody to do it on there because of the amount of words that there is, they want like 800 bucks, you know? And I get it. I'm just like, Lord, I don't have 800 bucks. And I did a blog for somebody and I was gonna make some money to pay at least to get the book cover done and that woman hasn't paid me yet so I'm just really discouraged from that so if you guys could just pray that God will just provide the finances that are needed to kind of to get the book published to feel like I'm moving forward and making progress here you guys there's so many things I want to share with the world and I just feel like I'm um it's being hindered right now and it's just like just thinking about it, you guys I start getting emotional because it's just like yeah i feel like i'm pouring my blood sweat and tears into this thing and it's like is it going anywhere is it doing anything am i supposed to be doing what you want me to do lord you know does anybody out there ever feel like that if you do i completely relate especially if you're somebody who you know has um realized the function that you have in the world and you're trying to invest those talents right you know think about the parable of the sower you guys I remember, I think it was back in uh, 2017, I was reading a really great book called uh, Nine Things Leaders Must Do. And it was talking about how it's leaders' responsibilities to cultivate their skills and their talents and to dig up the things that God has put inside of them. And so, you know, I've just been on that journey, just 
you know, Lord, what have you put in me? I, I remember asking that and it was like, you know, the word encourager came to my mind. And so, you know, I know that God's given me the function to put courage into people, to put courage into the body of Christ, to, um, you know, help people establish their identities, you know, and I'm really passionate about that. And so anyway, you guys, if you could just pray for me, I'd really appreciate it. I've just been feeling pretty dang discouraged and pretty frustrated and just super annoyed. The Lord knows everything, you know, it's like, I've just had these, this anger and this frustration just sitting in my heart. And I'm like, Lord, what the heck am I supposed to be doing right now? I just feel like I'm wasting my time. But, you know, I figured I'd reach out to you guys and you guys can pray for me. I'd really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, that'll just continue to move forward, you know, just every day and, you know, drops in a bucket. But, uh, you know, and that's the other thing I have to remember too, you guys, not am I only trying to wanting to get this book published to, uh, you know, help change the world with the things that God has changed me with, you know, I'm, I'm homeschooling my children right now full time. And, you know, I've been doing that for 13, 14 years. And so that's a big part of my life right now. And, um, you know, so anyway, you guys, I would really appreciate your prayers. Thank you so much. So let's go ahead and pray. Excuse me, you guys. And let's go ahead and talk about the kingdom of heaven. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just thank you for being here. I thank you for giving me an outlet, Lord, to kind of share my heart with people and the things that, you know, I believe that, excuse me, you guys, that I believe that you are, you know, talking to me about and just things that I believe that can encourage and inspire people. And Lord, I just pray for this podcast today. I really don't have any idea where this is going to go. Um, I really don't know how to talk about the parables, but um, Lord, I just pray that you would give us, you know, help us, Lord, to have a kingdom mindset. Help us, Lord, to look at things the way that you do. Help us, Lord, to see the things that you see. And Lord, just help us, God, to understand your words so they can bear fruit and and we can bear crop in our life, Lord, and, and your kingdom can grow and be advanced on this earth, God, you know, through our lives and, you know, that we will just be faithful with whatever you want us to do, God however you want us to build. Lord, I pray that you'll give each and every single person a greater vision for their life of how you have them build. What are they passionate about? What skills have you given to them? Lord, what do you want them to do in the context of their life right now? You know, um, you know, and, and Lord, if, if they have families out there, especially Lord, let us not lose sight of that. I know sometimes I do, you know, Lord, give us the strength that we need just to build our families, build our marriages, build our children and the things that are within our four walls, Lord. I just pray for strength and vision and endurance, Lord, and uh, that you'll just help us, Lord, to have, you know, those outlets that we need, God, to, um, you know, just make an impact in the world, God. And so, Lord, I just pray you guide us this conversation. I pray that you will speak through me. Bless my brothers and sisters listening today. We love you, Lord. Thank you. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my gosh, excuse me, you guys. Should have brought some tissue or something in here. Nose bothering me. (sighs) Excuse me. So, you guys, um, let's go to Matthew 13. And I'm just going to share some of the first scriptures that I've been looking at for a while now. And, you know, just asking the Lord to just help me understand. But I'm going to go ahead and just read them to you guys. And we're just going to talk about it. All right. And I'm just going to, like I said, just share with you guys whatever comes to my mind and just do my best. Okay. So Matthew 13, it says on the same day, Jesus went out to the house and sat by the sea. 
great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he began, then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell in stony places, where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up, because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and asked him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Excuse me, guys. Let me uh, let me move on here. Um, I don't want to read this whole thing to you guys because it's going to take a minute. But, uh, so, he goes, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. All right. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, do you want us to go and gather them up? But he said, No. Least while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let them grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. You guys, that was a lot of scripture that I just read. But, you know, one thing the kingdom of heaven is always compared to is a seed, right? And the Lord said that, you know, it was... It's a good seed, <laughs> right? The seed is God's word. But we've got these dynamics that interfere with how that seed is going to, if it's going to bear fruit or not, right? Just like if a farmer just scatters seed, like he was saying, in the rocky soil, all, any any place, right? Throws out, throws out the, the, the seed. Um, some's going to grow, some's not. And uh, just realizing that we are also the same way. We are like plants you know we get paired we get compared to the grass in the field all the time you know and so um there's going to be like i said just different uh dynamics you know and if you if you pay attention here it says how we hear you know therefore hear the parable the sower anyone who hears the word right so how we hear um definitely interferes with how the word of god is going to take root into our lives and you guys i'll i'll do another podcast talking about how we hear um, one of these days, I think that would be a good thing to jump back into. So then, um, you know, he talks about sowed good seed in his field, you know, 
but then there's you know the enemy that comes and then it says he he so tears among the wheat and went his way you know i thought that was kind of interesting as i was reading that it's funny how you know um this guy sowed good feed and seed in his field but then an enemy comes sows tears and walks away isn't that funny how the enemy does not care about the people that he is discipling, if that makes any sense? Do you guys know the devil has disciples, okay? Just like Jesus Christ does, has people underneath of him, being influenced by him, you know, being changed. The enemy does as well. He has people out there that are being influenced by the way he thinks and does things, right? They have certain characteristics. Usually they're very prideful and arrogant. Okay, and they're very much enemies of the Lord. They want nothing to do with Jesus Christ, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so it's just kind of interesting how the enemy, you know, he comes, he, he sows tares, and then he, he leaves. It's like the, the enemy always abandons everything, you know what I mean? He don't care about people. He don't care about the people who, you know, supposedly follow him, the people out there who, like, literally read the Satanic Bible and, you know, just, like, take pride in following Satan. It's like, do you realize he does not care about you? He's going to leave you out to dry, okay? He just walks away, right? And uh, so it's just kind of interesting. I was just thinking about that um, when I saw that a couple weeks ago. You guys, hold on just a quick second. I got to kick my youngest out of here and I'll be right back. Okay, you guys, I'm back. So let's just continue this conversation. All right. So the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed into his field, right? So uh, we have to remember that the words that God has spoken to us, they're going to take time to grow for your understanding, okay? And if, if you can catch anything from this, notice how it says, those who hear the word and understand it. Please, you guys, if anything, ask for understanding. Ask God to give you understanding of what he says and what he means and, and all of that because that's the only thing that's going to allow you the ability to produce whatever was is in that, that seed that God has spoken to, that word that he gave to you, that promise, whatever's locked up inside of that, all right? In order for that thing to actually be revealed, we have to have understanding, and so just asking that the God would give us understanding, right? So we don't, you know, so it doesn't get stolen away from us. All right. So then he gives another parable and he goes again, or no, he goes another parable. He put forth to them saying the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. A man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches again compares it to a seed, a mustard seed, a very small seed, right? And it's, it, it takes time. Again, you have to put it in the ground. It has to grow. And uh, it says it's the least of all seeds. It's, it's insignificant, right? It's not a very big one, but eventually what, what it becomes, right? And, uh, you know, I think sometimes we forget that, you know, we can take for granted the, the small things that the Lord has us doing or, you know, just thinking that maybe we're not significant or whatever, you know, and that's why it's really important, you guys, to check out the podcast that I did, um, helping you establish your identity and your character and your values and not on your performance circumstances or other people's opinions, you know, um, not letting those things dictate your value. You know, you know your value within yourself because you're made in the image of God. Um, Christ is in you. He's 
gives you the ability to live in your character and your values because there's no condemnation, there's no judgment. Um, he's freely forgiven you of everything and everything and anything. So that way you can, you know, be about things that you were created to do, you know. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's it's again compares it to a seed. Seeds so take time to grow. Okay, and you guys, that's really that's really hard for me sometimes. I'm not. I'm not a very patient person all the time. You know, I don't always have patience to let the things grow that God's doing in my life. You know, um, there's certain things that I just want to have right now, you know, like money to publish my book <laughs> and like, Lord, why can't you just, you know, Lord, you've provided money for so many things for me. It's like, why, what's going on with this thing? But anyway, you guys, um, the point is, is just being patient and, you know, just asking the Lord that he'll really bless us with the ability to be like the farmer and you know, just continue to, to water the seeds, right? Continue to spend time with the Lord, continue to seek Him, continue to ask for understanding. You know, this day in and day out process that it takes. You know, the farmer doesn't quit watering the seeds just because he doesn't see the fruit of it yet. He goes, he still takes care of the ground, he still is responsible. And, you know, just remembering that we got to be the same way. All right, so another one, he goes, again, or sorry, I keep saying again, you guys, another parable he spoke to them. The kingdom of heaven is like, leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened so leaven is yeast you guys and so you know if you're making bread um you know you put the yeast aside in the water let it soften and then you um add it into the flour and everything and you know you got to knead it for however long i think like 10 minutes or something to work it all the way through and you know that's that's the other thing too you know it's again it takes time <laughs> and we have to literally integrate God's word and who he is into every area of our lives, you know, and that's going to take time. And um, just realizing that um, there's going to be a lot of patience involved. <laughs> like I said, you guys, uh, I don't, I personally don't have a lot of patience right now. I feel like I've run out, but, um, you know, uh, this is a process, an integration process. And, you know, just being, I was listening to uh, John Gifta's podcast today and it, it was encouraging to me, but um, what was he talking about? Taking over your promised land and little by little and, uh, you know, just appreciating the season that you're in with whatever the Lord has you doing. But um, yeah, it's gotta, you're, you know, the word of God has gotta be worked through every area of your life and it's gonna take time and it's gonna take patience and it's gonna take just that diligence. Um, and let me see, uh, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. So I was kind of thinking about that. So he, he takes the kingdom of heaven and he compares it first to agriculture, right? Seeds that have to be planted into the ground, something that has to be worked all the way through, right? Like yeast in the dough. And then he started bringing up like, like, um, I would say kind of people, if that makes any sense. So there's like the agricultural sense, the growth part, but then there's like the mindset part, you know, and uh, it's like a man who, um, let me see here. Sorry, you guys, like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid and for joy over it goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. All right. So again, this mindset of this guy, he finds this treasure, he hid it sells everything he had and goes back and buys the field, right? So there's a certain mindset that this guy has 
that I think sometimes, like I can be honest with you guys, I haven't always seen the the value in the kingdom of heaven. And that sounds really horrible, you guys, but um, you know, there's a lot of promises the Lord has. If he's comparing it to like treasure hidden in the field, you know, why do I sometimes not always see it that way? You know what I mean? Um, I, sometimes I can be like, you know, Lord, how am I supposed to look at this? Because I'm really kind of struggling here. But uh, um, treasure hidden in the field, a man found and hid, and for joy over it goes and sells all that he has, and he buys that field. You know, um, and, you know, I was just thinking, like, in my early days when I started seeking the Lord, when he said, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, or what you'll wear. To me, that was treasure. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I was willing to give up any other mindset that I had so I could grasp that and have that one thing, you know, and maybe that's what he's talking about a little bit, you know, just, uh, you know, you come across a, his truth in your life and you're like, wow, I'm willing to throw out anything that I believed prior to this, you know, just so I could live this out. And it says, you know, seek the kingdom first and everything else will be given to you. I remember reading that thinking, wow, this that's amazing. I didn't even know that that was even possible as a Christian. Even in the world in general, I always thought that our lives were supposed to be characterized by worry and stress and anxiety about money and everything else that we have to have to survive. And when he said, you don't have to worry about it, I was just really drawn to that. And because uh, again, you guys have shared, my whole life was chaotic growing up and I'm sure you guys can relate. I'm sure most people on here, you know, uh, go through different stages of worrying about their life, you know, what they're gonna eat, drink, wear, what they're gonna do about this, how they're gonna solve that problem. And, you know, um, I just remember reading that thinking, wow, Lord, that's that's amazing. And obviously, you know, <laughs> you can lose perspective of that. I know I can, I, I forget about that at times, you know. And uh, so anyway, let's look at a couple more here. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls when who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it, you know. And so again, a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. This guy knows what he's looking for. Number one, he knows what pearls are. He, <laughs> you know, um, he's on a mission. And uh, he went and sold all that he had and he bought it, you know. So, again, and pearls usually represent, I know, uh, like wisdom and stuff like that. Now, um, you know, and that's the other thing. The Bible talks about how great wisdom is. I haven't always uh, appreciated wisdom in that type of way. You know, it says, if anything, get wisdom, get understanding. You know, sometimes I've taken that for granted, thinking, Lord, all I need is money. Money's going to solve my problem. <laughs> You know, anybody ever, anybody ever feel like that? Oh my gosh. You know, and I can completely take that part for granted as far as the wisdom that is supposed to be supreme. You know, um, I'm like, Lord, help us to see. <laughs> it says, uh, wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter. And I think it talks about that in Ecclesiastes, but anyway, so again, this guy knows what he's looking for. He founds this, this great thing of great worth of great price you know, and then he sells all that he has. And it's like, do we have that type of eye to see the kingdom of heaven that way? You know, um, a pearl of great price and being able to sell everything we have. You know what I mean? Every mindset, every outlook, you know, and be willing to kind of go all out for everything that the kingdom of heaven is. 
All right, and then the last one here, you guys. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come forth, separate the wicked from the just and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So, you know, that one's kind of interesting. Um, the dragnet, any, anybody can come, right? I mean, he, he, he welcomes all, you know, but, uh, there's going to be people who are literally not going to accept Jesus Christ's function. You know, it's like the Lord wants everybody to come, but not everyone's going to come. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, you guys, you know, I, I did a podcast that released, uh, September 1st and it was talking about, um, uh, sorry, you guys, I lost my train of thought. Oh, and the, and the grace in the days of no, I'm actually listening to that one right now. Um, and, um, you know, that, uh, where, where was I just going to go with that? You guys, I just totally lost my thought. Oh my gosh. I better get off this podcast. So you guys, I don't know if this was helpful at all. I just was really been thinking about the parables and the kingdom and, and say, Lord, you know, give me a kingdom mindset. How do I look at the kingdom? How do I need to change my mindset so it will be more fitting to what you intend? You know, he's always comparing it to seeds and then he compares it to yeast and then he compares it to, you know, how certain people know the value of something and they're willing to um, give it. If, if, if they truly know the value of it, they'll sell everything they have to get this thing that's of greater value than all their things combined. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Lord, help me to see the kingdom that way. Help me to really live in that mindset. So anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today. Um, you guys can also look at like, uh, I think it's John 8 and then Mark 4 and it talks about, you know, the the parable of the sower and I'll probably do another podcast on that one of these days just talking about how we hear um I think that'll be a good reminder for me and you know anybody else out there who's just really trying to live out God's word every day and, and seeking him and trying you know just trying to grow you know and that's the thing God makes everything grow right but just being just spending time with him you know just getting to know him and and you letting him know you and just kind of working through life day by day by day by day. It is an in and out, day in and day out relationship. You know, it's very, it takes a lot of diligence. It takes a lot of intentionality. It takes a lot of self-discipline. Um, you know, but uh, that's just the way life is, you guys. Anything that is worth um, growing and attending to does take that day in a day out investment, you know, uh, just like raising children or building a marriage or, you know, any of those enduring relationships, you know, they take a lot of, like I said, just, um, discipline and being persistent and consistent and, you know, um, just taking it one day at a time, you guys. So anyway, I'm going to pop off here. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share it. Um, or at least leave me a review. It does help. Um, you know, I really hope to influence the world with these things that the Lord talks to me about. And, uh, I hope I encouraged you guys. So anyway, have an awesome, awesome rest of the week, you guys. And I will talk to you next time.